So I spoke to Zoe um, afterwards about it. And, um, you know, I think people were disagreeing based on opinion um, rather than the data, which which Zoe had. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, those opinions are probably driven from their own experience. You know, like me, when I was um, young and coming through my early steps of my career, I think people wanted different things in those days. And, yeah. you know, there, there were different ambitions. So what I was told to do was to get fast promotions, put in a lot of hours, yeah. um, show a lot of dedication, presenteeism, don't leave before the managing director leaves. All that stuff, you know, was from a kind of uh, a sort of ma- a more macho culture, I guess, yeah. you know, in, in the workplace. Um, and, it, you know, if I reflect on that and say, well, those are the things, did I want those things, you know, and also did other people want them at the time? Certainly, it's true that people don't want them now. Yeah. Um, so I think the whole thing has moved on and it's important that we shift our, expectations of what people want on on the data today rather than how we felt when we were at their age yeah i i think it's always difficult because you have preconceptions don't you of 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 this is how my career started and and um this is how i was when i was that um that age but it but if that's all you look at then nothing ever changes does it you just you end up in a in a continual um a continual cycle of of, of nothing changing and I okay. guess, you know, there are people out there who, who who do want quick promotion. They do want advancement. They do want the salary increases. Undoubtedly, those people exist. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, that's not the majority any longer. Yeah. I yeah. think as well, even the people that still have that, because there's still very much, you know, ambition within the sector. People do still want to progress. People do still want to um improve both sort of professionally and personally within the sector but those people also want flexibility it's not one or the other necessarily it's they want the flexibility too and sometimes having that flexibility and you know the enhanced holiday so that they can take a rest and come back refreshed instead of burning out will help them achieve the career growth that they do want yeah Um, so it kind of couples up and I think if you look at you know, what people have got right now, which, like I say, is pension, paid memberships, paid training. If I think back to when I first joined the sector eight, nine years ago, it wasn't always a given that a company would pay for um, someone to go through the IRPM or pay for them, you know, their annual membership. So I think at the time, that was certainly top of the priority list because people did want professional growth and couldn't necessarily afford it themselves. Fast forward, like I say, now eight, nine years... It's very rare that a company won't support someone through the IRPM financially or, you know. um, And so because that's now more of a given, what people actually want as a benefit has now changed or sort of gone with times. But what companies are offering hasn't, you know, grown with it essentially. So it's not that the, the benefits have become less valuable. It's just that those that were being offered a while back, like a good few years back, are just now more of a given. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I always remember. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a bit older. I always remember my first job. Now I'm fifty-two, nearly fifty-three, and I always remember my first job. And I, I've always been in tech, and I had to go, I had to drive from Glasgow to Wales to Cardiff to do a job, um, and it was over a weekend because they were going to have some downtime, and so I wasn't being paid for it. So I was travelling in my own time in the evening, doing two days' work, and I said to my boss. 
what's my allowance for dinner? He said, oh, I'm not paying for your dinner. And I said, I'm sorry? So I'm not being paid for this weekend and you're not going to pay for my dinner. And he said, oh, no, no, definitely not. I said, well, you can go yourself then. <laughs> so, I, you know, and, and that, I mean, okay, that was 30 years ago. Yeah, 32 years ago. But that's what people thought. So actually, you know, bosses and, and benefits have been dragged into um, where we are now. And, you know, and these things should not be a given. I mean, I don't, I don't know how we fare comparison-wise. Um, one of the things we do offer is you can buy holiday. So mm-hmm. we have a number of people who take an extra five days holiday and reduce their salary throughout the year. Uh, and, and, you know, we do enhance. I don't know what we give, uh, to be fair. It must be about 23 to 25, I think, is where. But then, you know, you also people get, after two years, I think, they get an extra day um, holiday and that you can do that up to after seven, you get an extra five. So, you know, um, listening to what you've said, you're saying, I don't, you know, I, I you know, I don't think as a business, um, I think we could certainly do better, but I, but it sounds like there's a lot worse out there. Yeah. So, 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 so how do, how do we, how did, how do you influence this to change? How do you, or do you just keep beating the drum and and when people start losing staff to to the people who are doing this, that's when they change? It's a very good question. One that perhaps I don't necessarily know the answer to, because if I did, it would make my job a hell of a lot easier. Um, I think there's just still so much um, that that employers need to maybe just be more open-minded to. Um, there's certainly a lot of times that I feel like I'm banging my head against a brick wall because I feel like as a sector, recruitment is such a pain point. It's a huge headache for so many people. We're constantly talking about the war on talent and how difficult it is to recruit and how much longer the recruitment process is becoming. And it's very simple, small things that a company could do to make that better for themselves that they're not quite willing to do. And it's certainly something that we're always trying to explore as a company. We're always sat there thinking, why? No, why is it? What could possibly stop these people from offering flexible working? Because in actual fact, the benefits that people want won't cost the company anything um, and could actually help save them money. Because, you know, there's companies in the sector that have moved to full home working or flexible working and operate on a hot desk policy and therefore haven't needed to. Uh, get a bigger office or they've been able to downsize hence saving them money so as well as obviously money in terms of the bigger picture of not needing to re-recruit staff or you know spend thousands on on trying to retain people it's it's pretty easy stuff um some may argue that point but to me it it seems that way Mm. in terms of flexible working because it was easy for us as a business but certainly we're still banging the drum certainly there are companies out there that are willing to change and are willing to listen, there's still quite a lot that aren't. Um, And it would be really interesting, actually, to just hear as to why, because at the moment it's sort of a mind-read situation. We're constantly guessing because nobody can really give sort of a valid answer. (laughs) 